chapter 22, verses 31 through 34. Then we're going to 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8. Chapter 5, verse 8. And I will repeat myself as we go forward. Luke chapter 22, verses 31 34 says, And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan hath desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for thee that thy faith fail not. When thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. And he said unto him, Lord, I'm ready to go with thee both into prison and to death. And he said, I tell thee, Peter, the cock shall not crow this day before thou, that thou shalt thrice, three times, deny that thou knowest me. First Peter 5 and 8. It says, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Let me read that again. It says, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Simple topic today is just one word. Stalked. Look at your neighbor and tell him that. Say, you're being stalked. Tell two more people, say, you're being stalked. Now go look back at him and say, you're not a stalker, are you? <laughs> you're being stalked. You may be seated if you can. Stalk simply means to stalk someone, to follow, to watch and bother someone constantly in a way that is frightening or dangerous, etc. And another definition says to follow. Like to follow an animal or person that you are hunting or trying to capture by moving slowly and quietly. Stalked. You're being stalked. Jesus was letting Peter know he was being stalked. Being stalked by Satan himself. Being Stalked by demonic forces, being stalked that the enemy was after him. Because what you got to understand, we often have to understand, is now that we're saved, now that we're on the Lord's side, you got to understand we are ro a royal priesthood. We're heirs of the promise. And so, in, 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 in the language today, you, you would say to the enemy, you are what we call a high-value target. You're a high-value target. Why? Because you're carrying something that's very powerful. And if he can get you to turn, to, to release from the enemy... To, to release from God and, and release where the enemy can get you. That's what he wants to do. He wants you to release the thing that God has called you to. Amen, somebody. And so he's stalking you. Daily, he's watching. Many times we don't even know it, but demonic forces are watching us, trying to see if there's a weakness somewhere. Satan seeks out weaknesses. When, with Judas, he seeked out a weakness called greed. And when we look down further, with Samson, he, he, he seeked out a lust spirit that he had. And so he sent a, a Delilah. With David, he saw a lust spirit. So he sent a Bathsheba, amen, just to walk before him where he could see it. Oh, come on, somebody. With Elijah, amen, he sent Jezebel because he detected that there was a little bit of fear still left in him that he could exploit. With Sarah, he saw some impatience there. So all of a sudden, he stepped in and all of a sudden now an Ishmael was produced. Because he had been stalking, he stalks to see where your weakness is. My God, my God. 
One of the greatest strengths you can ever have is to understand what your weakness is. That's why we have to understand there's certain places we can't go. There's some places I can go that you can't go. There's some places that you can go I can't go. I've got to understand what my weakness is. I've got to understand what my kryptonite is. I know there's some superman and superwomen up in here, but if you don't know what your kryptonite is, you will allow the enemy to exploit you, and next thing you know, amen, you'll be sitting on the outside looking in. He got Eve because Eve had a curiosity spirit. She was curious of what it really was. Not only that, she was disobedient. Adam was disobedient. And the enemy stepped right in and tricked them and exploited that. Why? Because he had been watching their movements. Sometimes you got to understand the enemy would just try stuff on you to see if you would bite. My God, my, how much would it take for you to buy? I thank God with Joseph, Joseph amen, when, when, when Jesus began to, in Scripture, tell us different things, and then we, we look back at Joseph and see how Joseph carried himself around Potiphar's wife. Satan thought he can exploit that. He, had been, he said, well, maybe, you know, I, I can bring a beautiful female along there that I already got her after him. Stalking him. She had been watching him for days. And then when things were cleared out and a lot of the servants was gone, so you got to understand, the enemy knows when to make his move. My God, my God. Now, here we see Potiphar's wife makes her move. But because Joseph had enough God in him, how many of y'all know sometimes you got to leave some stuff? Uh, he had enough God in him. He left even his garments, but he ran. How many of y'all know sometimes it's all right to run? Oh, my God. See, when, many times what messes up, mess ups up a lot of times, same thing that happened with Peter. Peter said, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be right there with you. I'm hanging, you know, and, and Jesus tried to let him know, hold up. You're talking too fast. Because I already know you're being stalked. Good God of mine. Look at your neighbor and tell him, say, just in case you don't know, you're being stalked. See, th this is why you have to watch your movements every day. You have to watch your words every day. You have to be careful of your thoughts every day because all of them don't come from God. Good God Almighty. You got to understand we're, we're dealing with a high-tech enemy. See, the scripture says, it says, be, not get ready. It says, be sober. In other words, you, you, you got to be calm and collected in spirit. And you got to have your, the right senses about you. So when something don't look right, you know it. So when it's a setup, you can detect it. It says, now it says, be sober. Then it says to be vigilant. Vigilant simply means to watch, to give strict attention to, to be cautious, to stay alert, be vigilant of what's going on around you. Amen. So sometimes you, you look at some of these shows on television and, and they'll walk in, the detective shows, and they'll, they'll see it on the radio. They say, get out of there. It's a trap. Because we have to recognize a trap when we see it. Amen, somebody. Because the enemy comes with traps. That's why in the text, it talks about a lion. So Peter wrote this, when he wrote it, wild lions still roam in the parts of the Middle East. And the people were used to seeing them. They were familiar with lions. They, they weren't living in these con all these concrete jungles like we live in right now. Amen. They, they were used to lions. Every now and then they would see one. And like Satan, lions are deceptive. Lions have the, 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 the tan color on them. And a lot of times they'll sit and they'll wait for their prey. They'll sit and they'll detect the prey. They'll camouflage themselves. Many times what you think you're looking at is not really what you're looking at. It's a lion just waiting. 
Many times they do their hunting by night, but they also hunt by day. Because you got to understand, as you being stalked, the enemy doesn't care about you. The enemy just wants to steal, kill, and destroy you. So many times we see that the enemy will walk up to you. Your, your ex-girlfriend will walk right up to you in the mall with your wife. She'll speak to you, but won't speak to your wife. And she come up, she's looking good, and it's a trap. She said, how you doing, Jim? She see your wife at the corner of her eye. And if you're not quite delivered, you're sweating now. Because you already understand what this is. And, 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 and your wife is standing there, and, 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 she, and, and she's thinking, she's saying, in her mind, she just, everything is, is just running, and she's saying, how she know we were going to be in the mall? Did she know we were going to be in the mall? Have they been talking? Y'all see the setup? See, it's a trap now. And, 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 and now you, 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 you're sweating and you don't know what to say. You, you, you're looking at your wife out of the corner of your eye and she done, she done took that step, that drop back step and said, <laughs> you know it's about to be on now because she... She's like, okay, she see me standing here, eh? you know. It, it, it's about to get, it's got about to get real warm. But, but see, it's a trap right now. And, and, and see, the enemy didn't set you up. It, 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 how many of y'all know sometimes you have to take stuff straight on? Because see, it, it, if there's some stuff still in you, see, the enemy been trying to exploit you and he's stalking you. If there's some stuff still in you, you'll get to studying and all this stuff. Instead of saying, hey, you, uh, you know, so-and-so, this is my wife, Jane. Uh, Jane, uh, this is Marilyn. You know, and we, we used to talk, it's been what, about eight years ago, but I thank God I'm happily married right now, amen, this is my boo right here, amen, and, and you know, I bless God, amen, and, and God has given my rib, I've been looking for my rib, Have you find yours, amen, bless the Lord somebody, amen, somebody give God a praise in the house, see if you know how to handle the trap, Woo! you, you got to know how to handle the trap. And see, if you delivered, you can talk like that. But if you're not delivered, if in your mind, oh, she looked mighty good. Maybe we can get, you know, you be, you can't talk now because, amen. Now the enemy said, got him. He said, I'm going to work this. I got some text messages coming to you. Good God, I'm I got some emails coming to you. I, I, I got some phone calls coming your way. Uh-huh. Because I see that, that testimony that you said last week you were just trying to fake somebody out but you ain't all but oh come on somebody touch your neighbor say watch out for the trap what 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 watch out for the trap because see when, when you look at a lion a lion but some they can weigh up to 500 pounds be up to 10 feet long from the tail to head amen but they know how to maneuver, amen, and sneak up on you. And, and a lot of times they wait and they will catch the one in the herd that's straggling behind, amen. They'll, they'll watch and see the one that can't handle much, amen. The one that think that somebody, everybody's talking about them or the one that's mad with somebody in the church because any time when you got an issue with church folk, you start lagging back, amen. I, I'm already all over my points right now, amen, but I want, you, I want you to see, amen, and understand, amen, that you're being stalked and some of y'all are stepping right into the hands of the stalker amen somebody amen you guys see see if you're not careful you can be saved today and backslidden tomorrow could God touch your neighbor say excuse me you're being stalked I'm just letting you know you, you, you you're being stalked you got to understand lions are set up in a way amen their, their teeth are not even really designed for eating their teeth are designed for ripping flesh They've got, they've got paws, amen, that, 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 that stick out about three inches sometimes, amen, and, and a full-grown lion, amen. But when, when they jump on their prey, the bite is so strong, amen, it can break a back of a bull, amen, if they catch him right. And so they, they sneak around, seeking whom they can divide. A lion will sit there for a long time waiting on you. Sometimes a lion will wait on you. For, and and in, in, in this life that we're 
living in right now, sometime a line will wait on you, and I'm talking about in the spiritual sense, for a whole year. He'll be sitting away because he know you coming that way. Won't be long. You haven't heard from him in a while. But they didn't track you down now because they saw you on Facebook. And you don't know no better. You're putting all your little business out there. Telling everybody where you're at. You even showed a map where you are right now. Some, see, some of, see, some of y'all just setting this, some of y'all setting this plate. Y'all just putting the plate for him. So you telling him where you are, what you're doing, all this kind of stuff. And you're showing him just how to get you. Y'all got to understand the tools that the enemy are using. Why you, why, why, why you going to befriend on Facebook somebody that you know that you used to? See, I, I, I don't need, you, you know. Talking about you trying to witness. <laughs> Touch your neighbor, tell him, say, you being stalked. Say, no, you being stalked. You, 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 you being stalked. And see, what you got to understand is, is, is what the, one, of the, one of the last moves and the most devastating moves the lion would do, because many times it takes about 10 minutes after he catches prey for them to die. But the last move many times that he make, he grabbed the throat. In the spiritual sense, why is that? See, the baby even know. In the spiritual sense, why is that? Because he wants to cut off the head from the body. He wants to cut off the thinking from the execution. He wants to cut off the body of Christ from the shepherd. He, he, he wants to cut off the pastor from God. That's why it's so important that I keep my focus on him and don't allow the enemy, amen, to stalk me and set me up. Because many times before somebody leaves a ministry, leaves an organization, amen, they have been cut off from leadership. And so that's why after he cut off the head from the body, he dismembered. Oh, y'all going to get it in a minute. He dismembers them. You now no longer are a member of the body because he now uh, strategically dismembers you from the congregation. Touch your name and say, who you mad with? Right now somebody can be, you, you might be being dismembered and don't even realize that's why you got to shake it off and say, I come to worship. I ain't come to look at you. I ain't come to look at your shoes. Yo, I, I, even though I'm the church, I might tell you, you sharp and I'm serious. But I came, my priority is, amen, I come to worship. I come to give him glory. I come to give him praise. I come to let him know that I love him. Somebody give praise up in this house right now. Oh, glory to God. My God, my God. Is anybody beside me came to give him praise, came to give him worship, came to tell him I thank you, amen, because an accident almost got me this week, but God, amen, stepped in, amen, and moved the enemy out of the way, because now I'm standing here only because you made a way. Good God Almighty. Touch your neighbor again, so I'm going to keep you awake today, you being stalked, you, 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 you need to open your eyes, you being stalked. That's why Jesus told him. He called him twice. He said, Simon, Simon. Hey, look, I'm trying to tell you, boy. The enemy desires to have you and sift you. As we, he called him twice because he said, this thing is urgent. You don't know how close the enemy is on you. He said, you talking all that big talk. He said, I know what the enemy's plan is because I'm the only ear. That's in their camp. Good God Almighty. He said, you're being stalked, man. And he said, oh, I'm going with you, man. I'm going to be right with you. But Jesus already knew Satan had found your vulnerability. 
and they're coming for you. Good God Almighty. My God, my God. Somebody shout glory in this house. My, and he said he desires, in other words, he demanded to have you and sift you, you as we. When he say sift, that means he want to shake you up. He want to throw you around. He want to dismember you. You sitting around here talking all this stuff. Enemy wants to cut you off from the head. He wants to separate you from me. I'm trying to tell you. He wants to cut you off. Peter was still. I got this. See, you got to understand, amen, Satan right now, he assigns assassin. He assigned that old girlfriend, that old boyfriend. He assigns assassins to come after you. Let me tell y'all something. I, I know I might get in trouble right here, but I'm going to say what God has given me to say. You, you even got to be careful of promotions. Different job opportunities. Okay, God, is this you? You got to understand. See, y'all got to understand how cunning the enemy is. The enemy will give you a job that you will call a blessing just to take you away from the presence of God. I've turned down jobs. I mean, they showed me the figures. Amen. All them six digits coming around. I said, well, okay, yes, bless the Lord. Amen. But it was the enemy, and I knew it. My sister called me last week. Bless her heart. She said, you know, I want to run this by you. She said, I got three offers. She said, they just came from everywhere. I got three offers, and all of them were given huge packages. She said, tell me, tell me, what do I need to look for, and what do I need to do to decide which job to take? I said, first of all, you got to pick the one that's not going to tear down your family. Oh, come on, somebody. That's not going to rip your family apart. And then you got to look at the strength of the company. Who are they really? Is it going to take you away from church? Is it going to take you away from God? Is it going to take, take you away from your family? And I'm telling you right now, I said, you, I, I, I saw and I listened to what you said about, the, about how much money you were going to be making. Amen. But it's not worth your family. Make sure it's not going to destroy your home. Well, this one say I'm going to be traveling a whole lot. You got to make sure it's from God. I said, I said, the one that give you the peace of God and that line you up closer to the closest to his word, that's the one you take. You could be making a bunch of money and on your way to hell. Amen, somebody. And so make sure your promotion came from God. Amen. Some because the enemy is walking, seeking whom he may devour. And if you get, let me tell you another one. Let me tell you another. If you get offended easy, oh no! If you get offended easy, the enemy will use that. He'll just watch you and, and see somebody say something to you. And you, you <laughs> so he said, "Gotcha." Touch your neighbor and tell him, say, don't ever show your hand. Don't ever show your hand. Because many of y'all show your hand. I, I can go touch some of y'all right now. Because some, I'm going to tell you, I watch some of y'all. And I can tell something happened. You just. I'm just sitting there looking. I'm just saying to myself, you're making it easy for the stalker. Because he already see that bothers you. And if that bothered you, it, next thing you know, he'll, put, he'll drop something in your mind against, against one of the saints. And not only against one of the saints, but someone that loves you, that thinks a whole lot of you, and wants the best for you. And you walk out at the door mad. Because Satan said, I got you. Because that's what a stalker does. He watches you day by day. 
I remember somewhere I was somewhere deep and, 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 and I was walking and God let me know. I was walking in a place and God let me know. He said, look here. He says, he says, they're demons you walking by right now. You don't see any, but God spoke it to me. And I, I was and he said, they're watching you. And but he let me know as I was walking, they had to back up. Come on, come on, somebody. Amen. Because when you got the Holy Ghost on the inside and you're living this thing, he said they got the back up, but they're watching you. He said they can't touch you, but they're waiting for you to make one wrong move. They're waiting for you to make one wrong move. I heard, a, I heard a pastor talking one time. He said, he said there was a young man in the church. Because let me tell you what, the enemy don't care if you're in the church. But in fact, most of y'all, he gets you in the church. Because he said, I already got them out there. That's why I got to come in here and see if I can get somebody. That's why judgment will begin at the house of God. He said there was a young man in, in the particular church. And, 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 and he said that, that, that the young man came up. And he said when the young man got there, he laid his hands on him. And that's why I, I, I had to hold myself when we were talking to Sunday school this morning. He said, but he laid his hands on the man. He said, the demon in the man started speaking. He said, the demon in the man said, I told him not to come up here. I told him not to come up here. And the demon knew. The man was getting ready to deliver because he knew the power within the pastor. Hey, Amen. Let's get ready to lay hands on. Him. And before the demon departed, the demon said, he said, he said, he said, okay. He said, but I tell you what. He said, if I catch him out there in the street again, in other words, if he backslid again, he said, I'm going to kill him. Just sitting there. See, you got y'all. So y'all got to understand how serious this is. That's why Jesus he told Peter with urgency. He said, "Simon, Simon, the enemy's watching you. In fact, he's getting ready to roll up on you because you got to understand. Some of y'all, when y'all got saved, see, all of us know we know what God delivered us from." A lot of us, we did some stuff. You did some stuff so crazy. If your neighbor knew it, they would get up and move to the other side right now. Amen. You, you know, yeah, yeah. You, you, you did some stuff while you were, but God delivered you. And the enemy is just waiting. And he's already spoke. Amen. And said, if they leave the church, if, they, if I see them out here again, amen, without God, I'm going to kill them right then. Somebody need to praise God that you're in the house right now. There's nothing to play with. It's funny, man, how young people to even today think they're going to live a long time. So, so much so that many young folk, young, young, uh, oh my God, young adults today don't even have insurance because they think they're going to live a long time. So if you get offended easy, if you, right quick, you already sent the enemy a card he can play on you. And the other thing you got to watch up when you when, a lot of times when, when you when you own your computer and you get a pop up. See the enemy, he's stalking. You just walk on the computer. You ain't you haven't went on no other site, nothing like that. All of a sudden, poop. Just look up at me. They won't know it's you. And you sat and you sat there sweating. I was just telling you, you want to see some more? And you don't even know that's the enemy. You got the, the prince of the power of the air working the things going through. Amen. You say, well, somebody hit it. Yeah, somebody hit the button and put it out there because he's controlling them and he's after you. That's why he know how to stalk you right in your home. Y'all know even on Facebook now, some of the stuff that they come, won't pop up to be your friend, y'all know. It is, it, is, it is nothing but somebody trying to get your attention. I said, my God, they, 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 they exploiting this now. You're being stalked. I said, you're being stalked. So I know some of y'all hit the button. That's why I'm coming on back up here. I'm just letting it resonate. 
Ja, mir andere ist nämlich auch... <lacht> God knows who's in here. Also, if you're gullible, if you're gullible, and the enemy recognizes that you're gullible, that's another thing that he would use on you. Let me tell you something. I thank God in Acts 16 that Paul and Silas were not gullible. I'm glad they were not gullible because when they had the woman that had the spirit of divination walking behind them, talking about these are men of God. These are men of God. These are men of God. He, he, you know what? He didn't say like some of us saying today, oh, I'm, I know they're in the world and they, you know, they, 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 they do what they do, but they're helping us spread the word. They're helping us spread the word of God. Let me, let me tell y'all something. You got to know what you're dealing with. God's word is true. He said that light and darkness can't walk together. He said, touch not the unclean thing. You know, you, you, you got to understand that. We, 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 we got to understand. Thank you, Holy Ghost. We got to stay, amen, where God told us to stay. Light and darkness can't commune together. And so, as Paul said, he, he got grieved in his spirit. Paul didn't say, oh, okay, you know, she, she's, a, she's helping me out. She's helping me minister. I'm going to put her on my album. He didn't say, I'm going to put her on my album with me so she can help, me, help spread the word of God. Y'all better listen to what I'm saying. See, it's a trap. It's a trick of the enemy being stalked. If I know you gullible, if, if I know you singing, and I know you doing your thing, and, and, and then I, I know you kind of getting a little bit beside yourself, and now you're not inter interested in ministry, you're interested in entertainment. Now, oh, come on. And, and now you have now slipped from ministry to entertainment. Now you want everybody and anybody because now you're looking at the count. Amen. But, but see, and you say, well, other people will listen to it because this person is on there. You know, I I know they got a demon, but I know as long as they're on there and other people know that, that's making money, amen, they're going to jump on there and they're going to start listening to But let me, how many Christians backslid because they, they saw her on your stuff and instead of listening to you, they started listening to her. Show me the statistics. God don't need the devil. To do what he got to do. That's why Paul stopped and turned around and said, In the name of Jesus, come out in the name of Jesus. I don't need you on my record. I don't need you rolling with me. All I need is Jesus. Somebody give God praise up in the house. My God, my God. God called for he, he called for every man to repent. And receive the Lord Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. He said, let the redeemed of the Lord. Oh, come on, y'all. He said, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Everybody can't talk about him. The only thing he told you to do is let everything to have breath praise the Lord. But he said, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. I need about 5.7 of y'all that ain't scared to give God praise up in here. Oh, somebody shut up. Thank you for the glory. How five, two or three people say you can't mix this? You can't mix it. You can't mix this thing. You can't you your oh, oh you can't mix this thing. My God, my God, my God, my God. I feel the Holy Ghost up in here. Woo! Jesus and the devil don't share the same platform. Somebody shout glory up in here. It's a trap. You're being stalked. The enemy found now that you lost your way. Yo, yo, you were singing pretty and you were singing beautiful and blessing people. But the enemy found out that you lost your way and you got beside yourself and lost some of your humility on the way up. That's why you always got to have a friend, a good friend that'll tell you how it is and the truth about yourself. 
When you start getting on, you need somebody that ain't scared of the devil. Say, I love you. Amen. But that's not God. Woo! I might get some emails. I might get some text messages from this one. It's all right. Somebody give God praise up in this mug right now. Ah, somebody give God praise in the house. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 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 He just, when Jesus rose, he rose with all power. He don't need nothing from the enemy. He rose with all power in his hand. My God, my God. My God, my God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Somebody give him praise up in here. Musicians, y'all hear what I'm saying? Play for God. Do this thing for God. Singers, do this thing for God. Praise team, do this thing for God. Amen, somebody. It's all about Christ. It's all about Christ. See, I, I, I can talk about it because I've been there. I was one that was, I was out there. I would play top 40 on the on Saturday. Amen. On the, oh, you're doing my thing. And then on Sunday, I was playing in the church. And I didn't even know it, but I, would help, I was helping the devil out. But I ain't going to help him no more. Oh, somebody shout glory. I, I, I would sit there. I, I, I would sit there, Sister Harris. I would sit there, and 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 I and I, I was playing bass. And Brother Orn, what I would do, I knew what all the top songs was out. Brother Johnson, I knew what they were because I was just in the club that night. And so I would sit there, and I would start playing Rick James or the Commodores or something. And I would look around the congregation. And the ones that was in the same boat with me recognized. They, they wouldn't be in their seat. <laughs> oh, she's a brick. And they be lit, they, and they touch me. He playing. He, you know, he playing. <laughs> and I could pick, I could have walked out there. This, this, this wasn't no spirit, no discernment. I could just walk out there and say, you, 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 and you. All y'all with me. <laughs> but I'm glad I'm, I'm saved for real today. Yeah, yeah. Amen, somebody. Yeah. I'm saved for real today. The pastor didn't even know what I would do. He just, he, he just, he just going for it. Uh, and, I'm, and the people, they didn't stop. They, they looking at me. They, Familiar spirits. Amen, somebody. I thank God now that the Holy Spirit. Come on, somebody. Anybody, anybody all with me with the Holy Spirit? Who got it? Amen. Who got the Holy Spirit on the inside? They go one, they go one. Yeah, they, who, who got the Holy Spirit? Hey, somebody. Oh, I got the Holy Spirit on the inside now. Good God Almighty. Let, 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 let me move, let me move, let me move. My God. See, see, you got to understand that the, when, when the stalker's after you, it's not about where you are. It's about where you're going. He's trying to stop you from where you want to go, where God has called you to. He's trying to stop you from that. Oh, my God. He wants you missing in action. He wants you missing in action. And so the thing, let me ask y'all something. Anybody, any of y'all in here ever got off track? You ever got off track? Just raise your hand. You got off track. I know. Amen. So you, 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 we all know what we're talking about. We, there's been a time, and many times, the biggest test you have, many times, is when you're by yourself. You don't have nobody. And you, it, it, it's just you staring the lion in the face because you done fell back. And now he's looking, you standing, either you're going to let him get you, or you're going to run to Jesus. Good God Almighty. All by, see, let me, because I tell people, either you're going to come, you, you're going to get a sermon either way. You're going to either come to God and get one from him, 
Or you're going to stay out there and you're going to be ministered to by Satan and his demons. Because that's, see, that's why he, he'll play on your emotions and get you to run the other way. Get out. Because, and while you out there, either, either he's going to be playing on your mind or he's going to send somebody to you and say, yeah, it happened to me too, child. That's, that's why I don't even go to church no more. That's why, yeah, I mean, I used to be in there. I, but now I don't even go no more because, you know, no, the stalker got you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. See, all of us been there some way, shape, form, or fashion, so nobody can't look. I wish Johnny were here. No, you here. Amen, somebody. Give, give God praise up in the house right now. Now, you can tell Johnny, but you here. Amen. God want to talk to you today. Amen. Now, let, let, let me get out of here. You supposed to be helping me, man. <laughs> three symptoms of the snare. Let me give you three symptoms of the snare. I got to get you out of here. Three symptoms of, because this is what happened to Peter. Amen. When the enemy began to get him into the snare, what Jesus had told him, said the enemy's after you. Amen. So the first one is simply this. You start following a fall. Peter stopped following the fall. Luke 22 and 54 says, Then they took him, this Luke 22 and 54, talking about Jesus, and led him and brought him into the high priest's house. And Peter followed the fall. He's no longer following close to God. He's following a fall. In other words, he's on diet worship now. He's on diet worship. He still come, but he just come when it's convenient. See, you know, when we say it's two times when you praise and when you feel like it, when you don't, he's he just doing one when he feel like it. Amen. So he's on diet worship now. He, he, he's not committed. He lost his excitement and his zeal. Amen. Because what you got to understand, amen, that when, when he denied him, what happened? Let, let me move on. Amen. Let, let me move on. I, I want you to get all this. And see, he, when, when he start moving from the front to the back. Don't y'all in the back get nervous now. Y'all know some of y'all sitting back for, for a reason. but they, no, It's all right. I know some of y'all sitting back there for a reason. But they move. When they used to be sitting in the front now, they start easing to the back. I mean, you see, what happened to Minister so-and-so? They used to, we get, they've been, they've been somebody. Now your priorities are all out of line. Follow them from a fall. You slip in and slip out. Falling from a fall. Don't even shake hands no more. You just go, so you, you stamp the book, now you ease in, then you ease out before the benediction, uh, you know, and, and, and you gone. Amen. Rarely pick up your Bible now. Rarely pick. But preachers, it is something, amen, just looking at some statistics of, of, of preachers age 20, it's, it, and this is how severe it is. A preacher at age 20, they did some statistics on them. Those that start preaching at age 20, by the time they get 60, 60 years old, only one in 20 of those preachers are still preaching. So in other words, we got a lot of casualties. Stalker. Touch your neighbor and say, don't let that be you. Don't let, don't let... Let, 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 let me move on. See, the next thing that happened to him, to, to Peter, and, and it was a, a symptom of the snare, is that he started keeping company with the enemy. It said, Peter, it said he sat down among them deep. And instead of, you know, now he said, I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm just, I'm a witness to him and that, that's it, I'm, I'm out of here. But now, but now you see him, he sat down among them. Just, just, just sitting there, just hanging, you know, and now... He's getting where he's feeling kind of comfortable amongst them. Many times you know who you're comfortable with because the phone numbers that are in your Rolodex. The phone numbers on your phone. Amen. How many, how many Holy Ghost filled people do you have on your phone? Do you feel more comfortable talking to somebody in the world? Come on, somebody. Now he's sitting down amongst them, talking to a woman by the same fire, getting nourishment from the same place that they get nourishment from. Touch your neighbor and say, who do you feel comfortable hanging around? 
if, if, if church makes you nervous, uncomfortable in a spiritual environment where you used to feel right at home. Good God Almighty. Now you're uncomfortable in that environment. My God, my God. Now the word doesn't excite you like it used to. How many of y'all know the word is supposed to challenge you? Good God Almighty. It, but, but now you're just rolling along. Now, now a little girl came along and she remembered you. She said, wasn't you? Wasn't you with them? In other words, wasn't you? I remember you were in service with them. I remember how you used to praise the Lord. Wasn't you the one that used to be in? I remember how you used to testify. And then the cousin, Ed Walton, the cousin of the one that had cut his ear off, came in. He said, wait a minute, you're the one, wait a minute now. You're the one that cut my cousin's ear, ear off, wasn't it? In other words, you used to contend for the faith. Good God Almighty. You, you, you used to be bold for the faith. Wasn't it you? And see, y'all got to remember, y'all got to understand that Jesus had already saved Peter one time when they tried to get, because he was supposed to die for cutting that man's ear off. Jesus erased the consequences right then. See, a lot of people don't preach about that. He erased the consequences right then because the only thing that saved Peter from death then because they would have killed Jesus and they would have killed Peter. The only thing that saved him was Jesus reached down, grabbed the ear, stuck it back on, and healed it right there on the spot. In other words, he took some sin already that was supposed to take him out, amen, and wiped it away. And when they got to the courtroom, they oh my God, they remembered it no more. Good God Almighty. See, he, he, he gave an example of what he did for all of us. Good God, wipe the slate clean right there. Peter was supposed to die, and he erased it all right there. Ain't it bad? Good God, and so now Peter is in a situation. He's sitting down with them, a group that he would not hang around in the past. I got to get you out of here. Let me go to my last part. I, I got more I, I could give you right there, but let me, let me move on. Let, 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 so my third point is simply this. It says that his conversation changed. Now the last thing came to ask him, so wasn't you with him? Now he start cussing. Because a lot of times when people change and they want to thank you in the world, their conversation changed. And they start cussing and all that stuff. Can't even, do, can't even do it right. You be, you be throwing words in there that ain't even, you know, the rest of the folk don't even use, you know. Like, what, what? But, but, <laughs> but he start cussing that conversation change. Now, and, and see, that, that's when you want the world to know I'm with y'all. And you don't read the stalker gotcha now because he right now he he's putting his mouth around your neck when you get to the place where you want to be separate from the body of Christ. He's putting his mouth around your neck, cutting off the word, cutting off the wisdom, cutting off obedience. Cutting off all of what you've been, been getting. And, now, and all of a sudden now, your conversation change. Your action begin to change. Your lifestyle start changing. I mean, the music you listen to, as we talked about this morning in Sunday school, the music you listen to now start changing. The, the music that you listen to sound like the same words that you're using. That's when you're being, you're being caught in that snare and you don't realize Death is coming soon. Now, there's no encouragement, no edification. You're becoming worldly. 
diluted and polluted by the enemy because now you're hanging by around them and everything that's coming into you is of the enemy now you're ineffective you're out of action can't nobody count on you no more when you say you're gonna pick them up you may or may not be there now all of this has changed about the, the, your integrity now is shot now you come become absent my god my god that's when the enemy goes for the kill. He stalked you long enough and he found your weakness. He's found your vulnerability. And you had too much pride to ask for help. Good God Almighty. And so now he begins to clamp down. And one thing that was so astonishing to me, Elder White, when I begin to look, I looked at a couple of clips because I want to see what this thing about, about, about this lion. You know, one thing that bothered me was many times the bull, the herd that the bull was hanging with. When they see the lion has their buddy around the neck, and going for the kill, and they see him drop down on one All knee. Right. They just stood there. They, the herd just, they would get as close as to me, I am to you, but they would just stand there and look. Nobody would run and say, look at all of us, we can take him. <laughs> Prophet is walking, nobody would run up and help. At least bump him off or something. They would just sit there and watch. See, that's the way the world is. Good God, I hope somebody hearing what I'm saying right now. That's the way the world, the world will watch you die. You sat there and just watched him be choked, the life choked out of him. Watch him being ripped and something. Watch him being dismembered. And they just sitting there looking. Falls over and the kicks start getting slower. Fight starts getting slower. Then another lion just walks up and look and just look over and say, We got him now. But one thing I love about God, He said something. That was powerful. And I got to let you go. I, I, I wish I had more time with y'all today. I could, but, but he said something that was so powerful. He called another stalker. A good stalker. To intervene. Jesus said, I pray good God Almighty. He said, I prayed for you. He sent a prayer after him before it even happened. Many of us in this room, the reason you still here, he touched somebody and they prayed and sent a prayer after you. That's why the enemy couldn't kill you because he had already said, prayed and sent a prayer after you. Good God Almighty. Whew. Because one of the most piercing things that I know he remembered, it be because when he denied Jesus twice, it said he bust out. When Jesus looked at him, Jesus just looked at him. But they were situated where Jesus could see him. And Jesus just looked at him. And that look, he remembered everything. Then the cock crew, the cock started ministering. And all, went, oh my God. And then they said Peter just bust out crying. Said so he wept bitterly. Because he knew he let the lion put his map around his throat. But Jesus sent a prayer already. He has sent a prayer already. And brother, when, when I was in the club, Minister Silas, my mother told me, she said, I have already, I already prayed for you. 
she sent a prayer after me when I was still in the world. And the enemy said, I'm going to take this joker out. I'm going to kill him. But my mother said, I pray for you. That's why prayer is so important. Send a prayer. And all of a sudden, things begin to happen. That prayer start working. I find myself up at the altar. I left the club and came to the church the next Sunday. Find myself at the altar, tears running down my face. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Anybody that he snapped you out of the lion's mouth? Give God praise up in here right now. I wish I had time. Snatched him out of the lion's mouth. Sent a stalker called prayer after him. And snatched him out of the lion's mouth. And now we can say no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Greater is he that is within me than he that is in the world. Thank you Lord Jesus. Then one thing. One thing Jesus did. To prove to us, because he already knew. He asked him, Elder Menez, he asked him three times. Peter, do you love me? He said, Lord, I love you. Peter, do you love me? He said, Lord, I love Peter, do you love? He said, Lord, you know I love. He asked him three times. Why? Because he denied him three times. And he said, now we're going to reverse that thing. Amen. With the love of God. So he asked him, do you love me? Three times. Because he was letting us know now. That now Peter's a changed man. And now he passed the test when he, it was approached to him three times. He said, I love you. I love you. I lo-. Then he said, then feed my sheep. Good God of mine. And I'm going to tell you all today, you got to stay with God. Because there's a stalker out there. The moment you receive Christ, the enemy begins to Stalk you because he wants to get you back. See, when we were in the world, we chased sin. But then when we got saved, now sin chases you. That's why you always find yourself running up on a temptation. You run it up on a challenge, run it up on a different thing. You know, even at work, you know, you, you, you get to the place where you, you want to say something and, and the Holy Ghost said, No, you, you want to do something, Holy Ghost said, No. Sometimes it might be a, a movie or something you want to see, and you get ready to pay your money. The Holy Ghost said, "No, you you don't want to that. No, might be wanting to go somewhere." And the, see, you 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 got to follow the because the Holy Spirit knows where the traps are. Good God Almighty! Anybody getting anything out of this today? Give God a hand praise if if you're getting. Anything. I, 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 I wish I had time, I, but I, I got some more for you, but I got to let you go. Amen, somebody. Because this thing is so awesome. And the thing about it is, is that Peter really did backslide. He went back. Got caught in the snare. But thank God for prayer. Because when you look at in Mark, I think it's Mark chapter 16, I believe it is. When Jesus rose, he sent word. <laughs> he said, tell my disciples. And Peter. Because disciples mean follower of Christ. He said, tell my disciples, those who are following me. And Peter. <laughs> to meet me. In Galilee. 
See, Judas didn't make it. Lion got him, took him out. He said, Peter, now you got a choice. You can meet me in Galilee, or you can stay where you are. Peter met him. Galilee. Changed life. That's why Peter could write what he wrote. Be sober. Be vigilant. Did y'all recognize he the one wrote this? He said because the devil, as a roaring lion, is walking around seeking whom he can devour. The reason he said that because he said, I've already been there. I've been rescued out of his mouth. Oh, come on, somebody. He said, I was rescued out of his mouth. That's why I can write this and I can write it with conviction. And I knew how cunning he was. He, he lets, he's letting us know I was in his mouth and didn't even know it. Sitting there, woman by the fire, cussing and all kind of stuff. Hanging with somebody, not, not going to church like I should be. Falling from a fall. Didn't he know that the enemy had me? But I'm standing here. Only because you made a way. Turn my mess into a message. Turn my set, set up into a thing that picked me up. Took my devastation and turned it into elevation. Only you can do that, God. And just like the song said, I'm standing here only because you made a way. Everyone standing all over the building, give God a hand praise in here. I got some more for you. We'll, we'll talk about that later on. How many of y'all glad to be free? Two of y'all. Anybody else glad to be free? Where the Spirit of the Lord is. There's liberty. And I thank God for freedom. I thank God that He pulled me out of the mouth of the enemy. Some of y'all even under the sound of my voice while I'm speaking now, you recognize it. Okay, I, I, I'm being stalked and I've already fell to one of the snares. See, see what, what are you talking about? When, when somebody can roll up on you and say, what you think about Elder Walton? Do you know that's a trap trying to get you to bite? I don't know, but I know he thought he, thought he was sharp Sunday, though, because he come in there. I said, it make me sick. That's the same thing I've been thinking. He just got you. Just got you. Just got you. Just explored something that now need to be here within you. Just got you already. What do you think about Apostle Wynn? He thought it was something with them shoes he had on. Made me sick when he come in. Talk about he been trapped. Probably ain't been doing that. You know, child, that's the same thing I've been thinking. Got you. Already got you. Got you. Just that quick. And now somebody else gonna come and say something. Now somebody next night. Now next thing you know, you have you having meetings out in the parking lot with two or three after the after service is over. You out there now, and, and now now you you see that they were in the church, but the church is not in them. So now you sat down amongst them. You're in the parking lot. See, it see it happened right in the church. We coming and everything, but we, but the four of y'all got this thing now. You just come to get something to talk about. Yeah, did you see uh, did, did, did you see the, so, so, Sister Mo in her dress? She thought she was cute with that on. Yeah, I, I, I saw her. I said the same thing. Yeah, see, you got your little four out there now. You got your little group. You, you don't even realize you done sat down amongst them. Sitting against the enemy. Sitting with the enemy. 
instead of encouragement, you out there, you the line, you got the line like you out there ripping people. My God, my God. Some of y'all I know keep looking up here. They don't know it's you. Because somebody said that some somebody already got me. And you know who it is in here. Don't look over there at him now. Don't even look. See, that's why God sent his word. He said, let your words be seasoned with what? Salt. It make it taste better. And when, See, let me tell you all something. Everybody, as a Christian, everybody you talk to, once you leave them, they should be better. Because you should have said something. Hey, man, be encouraged. Hey, sis, it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. Hey, man, God, it's a better day. Amen. Tomorrow, tomorrow's going to be better than today. God is getting ready to do something. Just stay focused on it. Amen. Because, because when you stay focused on God the way the word said, my brother, it's impossible for God not to bless you. Why? Because he said it in his word already. And his word is God and he cannot lie. Amen. So you just stay with him. No matter what anybody says or how they do or look at you or whatever, you stick with God. I don't care if it happened in this church, amen. You stick with God. So, because one thing about it is you, you always find somebody out in the congregation, amen. But, but you're in the right place. They just need to be delivered. Somebody say, I'm going to move over here. Guess what? You're going to find the same thing. And sometimes it's worse because you find out the leader not preaching it like we're preaching it over here. Amen, somebody. Amen. I can't get nobody. Amen. I don't hear nobody. Amen. But I thank God for, for those out there that are and not afraid, amen, to tell the devil you got to go. Amen, somebody. Amen. This is not the only church preaching the word of God, but I tell you what, this is one that is. Amen, somebody. How many of y'all glad to be in the house today? And all we got to do is stay focused on him. Amen. And many times, even if you hear somebody's talking about you, you got to understand that's a trap too. Don't let it get you off your focus. Because what happened now, you know, it, it, somebody said something and now it, it's the snare of the enemy. Now, now, I, I, now I'm not speaking to Elder White. When I didn't know it, I was speaking to him. Now, now I come, I used to, I used to get his hand. But now when I come in. That's my way of sending you a message. But that's also a way of God already knowing the stalker is creeping up on you. Am I talking to anybody in here? Anybody need this? Amen. You got to understand how cunning the enemy is. That's my wife. My, my wife, she'll tell you right now, some stuff I don't want to hear. Don't need, I don't want to hear what nobody, I don't need to hear no. I don't want, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to stay focused right there. Amen. Don't even know. Uh -uh. That's why I do, I'm, I'm going to start doing like Marvin Sapp told me he did one time. He said, he said he preached a sermon. The next thing you know, somebody come and they want to, they complain. And, you know, and it's the same thing he preached. He said, go in there and get tape number so-and-so and so-and-so and, -so and bring here. Here, listen to this. I'm going to eat. Amen. Because <laughs> I already preached, I already told you how to handle that. See, a lot of people want to bring you in. They want a loophole. Amen. But God, but let me tell you something. That is, it's either wrong or it's right. Amen. That's God's word right there. Yet there's not no confusion in him. He's not the author of it. Amen. Some of the, some of the folk calling y'all on the phone and stuff, you know. And I know some of them probably want to talk about me. Amen. Y'all remember this sermon. Remember this message right here. Amen. I, I, I thank God that, that I can say it. Amen. And, 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 and smile that God has my record. Good God. Can anybody, anybody else say that in here? That God, my brother, God has my record. And, and I thank God, amen, that he has my record. And, 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 I, and I, right now, I feel secure standing before him right now. And him saying, well done, my good and faithful servant. Anybody else say that right now? Bless the Lord, somebody. Ten of y'all, they were bless the Lord. Amen. God is good. Amen. He's good.